Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Chris Holland talks about the kind of fear that can paralyze us and what can give us the strength to overcome it. Now is not the time to turn from the Bible and trust the prognosticators of the cable news networks or the person who set up a camera and filming on YouTube. Now is the time to place our full confidence in God's Word and God's Word alone. This is a time for us to get into the Word of God and to share the Word of God. With the alarmists delivering fearful reports about health threats and social crises that are facing us in the world today, there can grow in our unsettled hearts and minds an overwhelming sense of anxiety about the future. So what's the answer and where do we find peace? What can counteract the strong fear of the unknown that we may be feeling right now? The answer is next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. Our teacher is Pastor Chris Holland. Uh, Chris has years of ministry experience as not only a pastor, but an author and television and radio speaker, and serves as the associate director here at Hope Lives 365. Today, he's beginning a two-part study called The Rise of Nyctophobia, uh, which is the fear of the nighttime or the fear of the darkness. In other words, the growing fear of what we cannot see that's just ahead of us. But even in the dark, our all-powerful, loving God sees everything. Jesus spoke about this in reassuring words found in John 14, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Here's Pastor Chris Holland. There is a story told by an anonymous author that goes like this. A little boy was afraid of the dark. One night his mother told him to go out to the back porch and bring her the broom. The little boy turned to his mother and said, Mama, I don't want to go out there. It's dark out there. The mother smiled at the young boy and reassured him, You don't have to be afraid of the dark. Jesus is out there. He'll look after you and protect you. The little boy looked at his mother real hard and asked, Are you sure he's out there? And the mother answered, Yes, I'm sure. He's everywhere. He's always ready to help you when you need him. So the little boy thought about it for a moment. Then he went to that back door. and He cracked open the back door just a little. He peered out into the darkness, contemplating his next move, and then said, Jesus, if you're out there, would you please hand me the broom? (laughs) The question of a simple child afraid of the dark. Yet it is that question that many of us seem to be asking today. Jesus, can you give us an answer to what's going on? Fear of the dark. 
nyctophobia. By now, many of you have looked that up, wondering why my sermon contained such a word. It literally means to have an irrational or an extreme fear of the dark. It comes from two Greek words, nyctos, night, and phobos, fear. They have wondered why people are afraid of the dark and they believe that one of the reasons is that it's the brain's reaction to creating a startle response, releasing chemicals into your body and increasing your anxiety. And in addition to that, we know that in the absence of light, there seems to be increased anxiety because of the fear of the dark may have a connection to violence and victimization. Interestingly enough, experts believe that darkness actually heightens our other senses. And so when we can't see the source of a noise or movement, we are more likely to experience extreme fear in belief that we are hearing something that is not really there. It is, quite simply put, fear of the unknown. Have you ever had that happen to you? Have you ever been walking in the dark? You hear the wrestling of something by the wayside and in your mind you begin to invent that it's a grizzly bear waiting for you? Have you ever been in a cave like Lou Ray Caverns and deep into the cavern they want you to see how dark it really is and so they shut off all the lights in the cavern and you cannot even see the hand in front of your face? It produces a fear of the unknown. You see, with a lack of information, we begin to make up things, to fill in the blanks that lack the information. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the dark. A simple Google search of the word fear yields 464 million hits In the news alone. The top five headlines as of the preparation of this sermon were as follows. The USA Today. The facts of coronavirus aren't all that scary. So why so much fear? Fox News. How to successfully cope with your fear. Yahoo Finance. Trump sell-off shows fear Government can't save the market. WKMG Orlando. Most coronavirus patients recover. Still, anxiety and fear loom. LA Times. Coronavirus isn't tanking the global markets. It's fear. We are living at a time of unprecedented circumstances. An uncertainty, a fear, and an anxiety. COVID-19, or coronavirus, as it has been called, has seen the cancellation of events, the closing of stores, the closing of stock markets, the closing of schools, the cancellation of sports, declared states of emergency, and a declared national emergency. And that in and of itself creates enough fear. There have been travel bans. 
The political races that are currently going on have seemingly plunged us into a deeper, more polarized society, leaving many with a fear and anxiety over the future. It has left many asking the question, what in the world is going on? How can we live in the midst of fear? How can we live in this time? Should we be afraid of the dark? Should we be afraid of the unknown? Pastor Chris Holland on being unreasonably afraid of the dark and what we cannot see that will paralyze us with anxiety. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. You know, at some point in our lives, we've all uh, had that what-if game that goes on in our heads. What if this happens or that happens or doesn't happen? The answer ultimately is to turn our attention away from ourselves and that unknown that we fear and instead focus on the all-knowing God. In Pastor Mark Finley's small book, 13 Life-Changing Secrets, the president of Hope Lives 365 shares stories of people who have suffered through divorce, drug addiction, abuse, death, and financial problems. But by learning about our gracious God, they receive life-changing lessons about the peace of forgiveness, the joy of the Sabbath rest, the promise of heaven, and the power of prayer. Ask for your own personal copy of 13 Life-Changing Secrets. It's yours in return for a gift of any amount to this ministry this week. Call 855-888-HOPE and ask for yours. Again, that's toll-free, 855-888-4673. Or request it online at hopelives365.com. That's hopelives365.com. This quick reminder, too, that you can hear the presentation today by Pastor Chris Holland at our website. And for a nominal fee, you can download the entire audio file, too. It's called The Rise of Nyctophobia. Find it at hopelives365.com. That's hopelives365.com. Coming up, Pastor Chris points to the one answer for facing the dark unknown. My dear friends, if we are facing a dark time, and whether it be the coronavirus, whether it be the news cycle, or maybe we're facing a divorce, or we're facing an illness, the Bible says that it is God alone who dissipates the darkness with His light. Stay with us for more Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. In a while, I'll share details about a hardcover reference book for your own home or maybe your own office for your personal study. It answers the question, what the Bible says about and addressing a wide variety of topics, too, with the help of biblical passages, too. Stay with us for more about that. But right now, let's return to Pastor Chris Holland's illustration about how extreme fear can move a king to commit unthinkable acts and how complete trust in God can empower you to go on despite the dangerous unknowns of life. Here's Pastor Chris Holland. If you have your Bibles, I'd invite you to open them to Psalm, the 27th chapter. Psalm 27 comes in the context of someone who had a great deal of fear and unknowns in the context of the very life he lived. You know him. He's David. 
David wrote Psalm 27 in the context that he had just been anointed the king of Israel. The problem is he had been anointed while there was still another king sitting upon the throne. David had a deep respect for the fact that Saul had been anointed as king. David knew that he would eventually be king, but he did not seek to usurp the throne from Saul. Saul, however, did not have such feelings toward David. Saul pursued David with one goal, to eliminate any threat to the throne. And his pursuit at all expenses led him, Saul, to do the unthinkable. The priests of Nob had helped David, had heard David's prayer. Saul, not appreciative of their helping of whom he perceived to be the enemy, had all the priests of Nob killed, had their families killed, had the infants killed, had the livestock killed. And so now he pursued David with an intensity. And so David was in a circle of uncertainty. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the dark. What is it that he should do? It is in that context that he wrote Psalm 27. And while written almost 3,000 years ago, I believe Psalm 27 holds the keys to our 21st century crisis. Beginning in verse 1, the Bible reads and shares the cry of David's heart. Psalm 27, verses 1 through 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Key number one. In surviving the fall of Babylon, the spread of viruses, and the rise of nyctophobia. Key number one. To fearlessly have confidence In God alone. You see, twice David asked the question, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Throughout the Bible, God has instructed His people to not be afraid. Fifty-nine times the Bible says, Fear not. Do not be afraid. Isaiah 41 and verse 10 says, Fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 15 says, Thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Jesus Himself said in John chapter 6 and verse 20, It is I. Do not be afraid. 
How is it in the midst of these troubling circumstances that David is facing? And how is it in the midst of our circumstances today that we can face the future? How is it that we can listen to God and not be afraid? It is through having confidence in God alone. How is it then that we have confidence in God alone? The text itself gives three reasons why we can have confidence in God alone. Those three reasons are that He is light, He is salvation, and He is strength. So why is it that light should give us confidence in God? Throughout the Bible, darkness has been associated and is associated with disorder, confusion, and evil. In fact, darkness is where the Bible says wicked deeds are done. And from the very beginning, God has intended to dissipate the darkness. Genesis chapter 1, beginning in verse 2, the earth was without form. And void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. You see, it is in God alone. It is God alone who can dissipate the darkness with light. Psalm 18.28 clearly points out, For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. My dear friends, if we are facing a dark time, and whether it be the coronavirus, whether it be the news cycle, or maybe we're facing a divorce, or we're facing an illness, the Bible says that it is God alone who dissipates the darkness with His light. So how does He enlighten the darkness? You know. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word is light. Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. You see, it is in God's word that we find confidence in Him alone. It is in His word that we find light To dissipate the darkness. You see, God's Word has survived the test of time. God's Word is the most attestable ancient document in history. God's Word is the only holy book that invites us to test it and see if it is true. And it is through the prophetic Word confirmed that we can have confidence in God alone. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you will do well to heed as, what does it say there? As light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. It is in His Word that God's people are prepared to face a crisis as God shines light in the darkness of the unknown. 
My dear friends, this is not a time for God's church to fear and tremble in a corner. But this is a time for us to get into the Word of God and to share the Word of God. Now is not the time to turn from the Bible and trust the prognosticators of the cable news networks or the person who set up a camera and filming on YouTube. Now is the time to place our full confidence in God's Word and God's Word alone. Pastor Chris Holland on how our peace comes only from God and His Word. For He sees all and He's overcome the world. This is Hope Lives 365. Chris is back in a moment, but first, uh, as we mentioned earlier, we want to offer you a valuable resource to have on hand for a number of reasons. In return for your significant gift to this ministry, Hope Lives 365, we'd like to share with you Pastor Mark Findlay's book. It's 530 pages long. It's hardcover, What the Bible Says About Answers for Biblical Questions That You Might Have, like, Why Am I Here?, Where did it come from? And what does the future hold? In return for your generous gift of $50 or more, request a copy of this large volume by Pastor Mark Findlay, What the Bible Says About. Get in touch today online at hopelives365.com. That's hopelives365.com. Or you can make your donation and request the book when you call us at 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-HOPE. Tell us what these programs mean to your own life and your response to today's lesson. We'd like to hear from you. You can write to us at Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. Remember, you can listen to this message today or any messages at our website, hopelives365.com. And today's title is The Rise of Nyctophobia. It is through God's people who have undergirded their lives by the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus that they are able to survive. In a few moments, Pastor Chris Holland will close out today's program of Hope Lives 365. back with Hope Lives 365 and a final word of encouragement from Pastor Chris Holland about what dispels the darkness. Here again is Chris. As we have friends and family, co-workers and neighbors wondering what is going on, it is God's Word that shines and dissipates the darkness of the unknown. You know well God's Word prepares His people to face the greatest crises that God's people will have ever faced in history, and that is the crisis of the end times. Revelation 12, 17 tells us of the attack of the dragon upon God's people who are prepared for the final crisis. And God's people prepared for the final crisis are defined by a people who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. It is no accident that Revelation 12, 17 comes, and this is going to sound very obvious, it comes right before Revelation 13. 
Revelation 13 outlines the rise of a religio-political power that enforces worship. Elsewhere in Revelation, it is referred to generally as Babylon. This confusion of political power and worship and religious power. And in the rise of the darkness that this evil beast power does... It is through God's people who have undergirded their lives by the word of God and the testimony of Jesus that they are able to survive. You see, the darkness of Babylon in Revelation 13 has one purpose and one purpose alone. To mute the light of God's word. But God's word will not be muted. The light that shines forth from God's word cannot be hidden under a basket. The survival of God's people is founded upon their confidence in God alone, which has been produced through a dependence upon His Word and the light of His Word to dissipate the darkness. Pastor Chris Holland closing out today's edition of Hope Lives 365 with the truth that the light of God's Word in believers will pierce any darkness. Remember, too, that we're here to help you in your faith journey by providing some excellent biblical resources. Go to our website to learn more at hopelives365.com. Well, come back next time as Pastor Chris continues with part two of his message, The Rise of Nyctophobia. That's on the next Hope Lives 365.